0: Into the household of faith, where we can grow thereby, where we can encourage one another. I know it's the pandemic. I know if it wasn't, I say shake your neighbor's hand, but don't do that. <laughs> but we just say thank you. Just look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad to see you though. Yeah, glad to see you. Glad to see you, Pastor Will. Glad to see you, glad, glad to see you, Angela. Glad to see you, Sister Rex. Brother Rex. Glad to see you, Justin. Tell somebody, I'm glad to see you. Yes, I'm glad, to see you. glad to see you. See, that's what worship is. It just calms you down. You know, David was a worshiper. Yeah. Sometimes in my own imagination, I could see David on the backside of, of the valley or on the mountain t- tending sheep. Yeah. And he didn't have no piano past the wheel, but I think he had a harp. And he would get on that harp just as Will plays on the keys so lovingly. And he'll just be worshiping the Lord. All by himself. The sheep looking around like, what is he doing? <laughs> but I thank God for each and every one of you. And we'll get into our lesson this morning. I like what Sister Annie said this morning, she said, it's not about us, but it's about him who called us. So if you would turn to 1 Samuel 22, that's 1 Samuel 22, 1 through 5. You have to say, Amen. First Samuel, Chapter twenty two, verses one through five. And it reads David, therefore, departed thence and escaped. To the cave of Adulam And when the brethren in all his father's house heard it, they went down to, the, to him. Everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them and there were with him about 400 men and David went thence to Mithra of Moab and he said unto the king of Moab let my father and my mother I pray thee come forth and be with you till I know what God will do for me isn't that a wonderful verse wait till I know what God is going to do for me if you know anything about the Bible this is like a historical book it's the first book that really talks about the first kings of Israel when you look through the chapters and you see a lot of Lot of priests, you had Eli the priest, you had Samuel the priest, you had Saul the king, and you had David, the up-and-coming king. But what's so amazing is that he was in a cave. And the title of my message is, The Place of Preparation. The cave of Adullam means a place, a retreat, or refuge. Psalm 36 was his situation going into the cave, and Psalm 34 was his praise coming out the cave. And he sung this song when he came out the cave, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will make my boast in the Lord. And the weary shall see it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. Psalm forty one forty two says, When he was in distress, he gained comfort by praying to God. And the title of that song was A Psalm in a Cave of a Doodle. What is a cave? Anybody knows what a cave is? Many of you may have already visited a cave. A cave is, is dark, a cave is musty, a cave kind of like causes claustrophobia. A cave, after you stay there a while, you don't want to be there. But there's some pretty things about a cave, because sometimes they have like stalactites, and they're all different types of colors. And then sometimes the water is a hue blue, but it's still a cave. Have you ever experienced being in a spiritual cave? A spiritual cave where you abandoned by everyone. That you think nobody's on your side. You all alone. Can I get a witness? We all have been in a cave one way or another. When sickness strikes, and seems like you are not going to get well. That's a cave. When one loses his job, and the financial obligations are weighing heavily on your mind, that's a cave. When prolonged marriage problems and family problems and difficulties and way where children are tearing at your heart, that's a cave. When your bosses and coworkers in the task that's set before you become unbearable, and you want to throw in a towel and say, I quit, that's a cave. When my own disobedience take me to a place of isolation and regret, that's a cave. Yet to be, yet to feel abandoned by God is a cave that I just can't take. How many of you say amen? Yeah. I could take everything else, but God, I need your presence. And without your presence, Lord, it becomes a cave. David was in a cave. You know David, don't you? David was a worshiper. David was a warrior. David was a songwriter and a musician. David was a a shepherd. David was loyal to his friends. And David had eight wives. But in midst of all that praise, just like many of us, he had flaws. Yet David departed to Gath, the place of giants, and escapes to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to comfort him. Isn't that amazing that when you're in distress that you got somebody to come visit you and they don't close the door in your face. When you're in distress, when family and friends can come and visit you, when you're in distress, they, they, they could, you can gain strength from them coming to see you. And it says that everyone that came was in distress. Distress means to suffer from overwhelming External pressures. Distress. They were in debt, many of them. Means to owe a creditor who charges interest on the loan for financial gain. The Israelites had a rule. They not like Capital One. Capital One, they'll charge you 21% on the dollar. (laughs) And you'll still be in debt. They was in debt for another reason because Saul the king was it was manipulating the people to pay more than they should. Deuteronomy had a safeguard for brothers and sisters that was in debt. I wish it was practiced today in Deuteronomy 15 and 1. Every seven years they would have what we call debt cancellation. Anybody need any debt cancellation today? <laughs> But there's a debt that we couldn't pay. No matter how hard we tried, we couldn't pay the sin debt. Only Jesus, who died on the cross, could pay our sin debt. There was others that was discontented. Bitterness of soul is an emotional response to a heart crushed by life situations. Has anybody been there? Where life doesn't seem fair. Life doesn't seem fair. Why do I have to go through this? Yet they gathered themselves, family and friends unto him in a cave and he became a captain a captain means leader over them and there was with him about 400 men can you relate following somebody you should be able to relate because you have a great pastor and pastor will Robinson And family and friends, God, we have gathered ourselves in this place to be a blessing to this community, to be a blessing to one another. Amen? The spiritual lesson is when you are at your lowest point, when you are seeking God for your own breakthrough and deliverance, he sends people that need ministering to more than you. I say, what? I said, Lord, why you got me, I, Lord, you know I'm at my all-time low. You know I'm trying to come out. But you're bringing people for me to talk to when I'm the one who needs help. We must remember David's leadership under God as a reminder to the church today that under godly leadership, instructed by the word of God in prayer, The Lord Jesus can transform ordinary people of the world to become mighty, mighty men and women of God. You should give yourself a hand clap of praise because what God has did for you, he has transformed us. And I'm not ashamed about the transformation that came about because he brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jesus took 12 common men, called disciples, and turned the world upside down. It was something special about Jesus. It was the anointing of the power of the Holy Ghost that abided with him. That same power that was on him or in him is in you today says that the cave that seemed dusty musty dark gloomy became a divine sanctuary you know a lot of times when I'm studying it doesn't matter what's going on in the house it just becomes a sanctuary and and then the worship songs come on and and I'm just sitting there reading, reading, reading and listening to music and it becomes a place of rest. Yes. It became to David a place of rest. He needed rest because Saul was jealous. Yes. And jealousy is like witchcraft. And God had put a wicked spirit On Saul. And I said, Lord, why you put a wicked spirit on the man? I thought you was a loving man, a loving God. But God put a wicked spirit on him. And any time a person get a wicked spirit, they can't be trusted. It was a place of rest for David. Because Saul was trying to kill him. Saul was trying to find him. For what? They was on the same team. They was on the same team. But you know what? That jealousy, that jealousy kicks in when David killed Goliath. And Saul didn't get no praise. Don't be like that. Can't you feel it sometimes when that jealousy come upon you? I have to die when the jealousy part comes on me. I have to die to myself so it don't overtake me. It says it was a place of rest and prayer, guidance, and meditation to David. The cave cave became David's dressing room for preparation. It was for preparation because David was chosen the king of Israel many years ago. But it wasn't his time yet. But he didn't try to force his way through he just followed the leading of the lord but when he got into this cave this dark place it became a dressing room for preparation for future kingdom building that's what we here for we in this place i see it on tv it's very attractive you know, the sanctuary had the lights, the the yellow lights, the red lights. <laughs> yeah. They had the smoke blowing. I know, I know you see it and you be attracted to it. They be on the altar crying and but that's their cave. That's the thing that they're going through. Amen. Let us stand on our feet if you can and if you will and let's just pray oh God help us become what you call and prepare us for man oh God let's meditate on that each one of us as we said in the Bible study this morning faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God and someone else said that we should be using our talents and our gifts and callings to uplift the kingdom of God for building up one another for strengthening one another Colossians 1 I think 8-9 says that that you will be strengthened that you will be fruitful that you will walk worthy of the vocation which God has called us to thank you this morning, Lord, that we don't have to stay in the cave. We thank you this morning, Lord, that if we read the other two verses, Lord, that a prophet came to David and said, David, it's time for you to come out the cave. And the prophecy, David said, where I'm going? He said, you're going to Judah, which is a place of praise. You're going to Judah, a place of praise, a place of deliverance, a place of safety. A place of comfort. And we say thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know if there's anyone here or anyone that's online that hasn't accepted the Lord Jesus as they savior, But you have an opportunity this morning to accept them. He made it as simple as it could be. Number one, we must recognize that we are sinners and that we need a Savior. That the blood of Jesus is the only one that can Heal us and pay our sin debt, And we say thank you, Lord. The Bible says in Romans 10, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in thine heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. And the other part sometimes I forget. But you confess the lord jesus that he died for your sins you can be in the family of god with us you don't have to be in the world no more you have a real family a universal family all over the world we say thank you in jesus name amen